0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Stephen Davis signs a one-year deal at Rangers As the build for next season continues Scott Sinclair extends his Celtic contract And Lewis Ferguson looks back on that tackle at Hamden As well as hoping Derek McInnes isn't tempted away I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson It's a big weekend once again Gordon In our top division and in the championship In our top division Celtic could finally get over the line with a point at Pataudry I Firmly think they will do that They won't stumble across it And in the championship is D-Day For so many teams at the bottom of the table It's hard to call Partick, Falkirk, Alloa Queen of the South Who will be the ones that actually go down And in the playoff position So an exciting week to come Yeah a lot of football And a lot of good football And a lot of exciting times Gordon I've been there as um, a manager on the last day And that result decides whether you stay in the league Or you get relegated Fortunate enough for me, uh, we stayed in the league through my fantastic tactics. I didn't ask <laughs> my players what the team was supposed to be, unlike other managers. But uh, I just think it's exciting times. And as Mark's saying there about Petordry, I'm there on Saturday. Will Celtic get that point that they need? Or will they finish this year in style And you know get all three points Of course it's awards season as well What did you make of yeah. the, the nominees yesterday We'll find out this weekend Who's going to be the, the player and young player of the year Yeah I thought they were fair um, I think every one of them deserved to be on that list um, I, I was listening to the show last night And people were saying about Morelos But I don't think in my mind There's any doubt he should be on it For what he's done in a playing sense You know we're, we're not voting in disciplinary action here We're voting on when he was playing and the players have recognised that The players playing against him That's the most important thing Recognise that I think Ryan Kent has been also outstanding A real leader for Rangers when he's been fit And the two Celtic boys You know One first half of the season And McGregor's been outstanding Second half James Forrest with his goal So were they nominees? Could you pick a winner? Me, well, for me I said to, well, I, Yeah I said uh, I think a week or so ago I think for me James Forrest Start of the season I thought Callum McGregor Was outstanding I couldn't see by him But I just think For Forrest And the goals The big goals he scored Always think that gets A special nod And that always gets Remembered better than Maybe a holding midfielder That McGregor Reveled in when Scott Brown Was out the team He really was The driving force But I think the big goals That Forrest has scored May just get him the award Well first and foremost Congratulations to everyone That was nominated Gordon uh, It's nothing better Than getting nominated With your fellow uh, pros I don't know if you Were you ever On that list Just, just young player Just young nah, player It doesn't matter you, 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 you were there At least to be young player um, <laughs> That was in the top week Though I know, I was know. Your, Where was yours? Uh, championship oh, tw- sorry. Two, nah, in a row, two in a row I didn't play enough there Yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be one of these <laughs> nights But I've got to say um, In my personal opinion I think Watching Basically Celtic Rangers Week in week out Rangers Celtic I've got to say James Forrest must be a stick on. I think he's been absolutely brilliant this year. The one player, and I, I don't go against the nominees because I think they've all got a case, but the one player you've got to look at, I think, maybe a little bit disappointed not being in there, was I think the Rangers captain Tavernier's had a terrific return this year. Okay, 0141 951 1025 in the phones. Now, coming up a bit later on, 
You know what Thursday nights can be like Gordon just said it's one of these nights We know these two are very competitive against each other They love to go head to head They love to get one over on the other one Well, we're taking that to the next level tonight I'm going to announce it a bit later on And what's even better Is there the chance for you to get involved This will be DL and Wilson head to head Like you've never seen it before And a lot of it depends on you Yeah Looking forward to it? No, because usually I win But Tonight I hope I lose Okay Coming up a bit later on We'll try and shed some light on That was very cryptic from Gordon I'm not sure it was uh, quite what he meant But we'll get to that later on Anyway Let's do the football Let's hear from you right now please 01419511025 Give us a call First of all What do you make of Stephen Davis Joining Rangers permanently this summer His loan spell from Southampton will end But the Ibrox club have announced He has signed a one year deal that will kick in in the summer He's 34 of course Previously skippered Rangers During his first spell at the club Returned in January um, On a six month loan And he's now made it permanent So quite simply Rangers fans Are you happy with that? Yes or no? Let us know right now 0141 951 1025 Gordon I would have said January When he came February, March Definite no I didn't see any Possible way Rangers could have signed him But all credit to Rangers They've worked on his fitness They've got him up to match fitness Which is so important And he's starting to show the ability That we all know that the lad's got And he's been rewarded with another year I think getting in next year For Steven Gerrard With that experience And that ability I think it's a very good sign Yeah, listen I would agree with that um, Ask me a few weeks after he signed I would have said no Because the way he looked He didn't look himself He, he you know, he, he didn't look like he fitted into what Steven Gerrard wanted to do at the team. He found himself not playing a lot, so I'm thinking there's no way he's going to stay or no way that Steven Gerrard would want him. But when he's got his chance, he certainly took it. He looks, he looks definitely looks much fitter now and he looks like he's slotted into that team um, pretty comfortably. So next season, like Gordon's saying there, with a mix of youth um, and experience, uh, I think that's a positive thing for Rangers Rangers have already started to recruit younger players But if you've got somebody like Stephen Davis Who's been there, done it Started to play well He now I think feels comfortable back at the club I think that's a positive sign for Rangers It's not often these two agree But they both think that's a good move from Rangers So Rangers fans, what do you think? Let's hear from you right now 0141 951 1025 How pleased are you that Stephen Davis is going to stay? How do you assess the way things are shaping up? For next season Give us a call right now Or send us a tweet At Clyde SSB We don't have a, a great deal to go on He only came in in January It feels like that was Last week It's, it's flown by 16 appearances 9 of them From the start What 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 have we If anything learned Since then That he needed games Gordon um, I think we all agreed That When Steve, when, he, when Davis was signed In January Everybody was thinking What a terrific signing Same with Defoe because he's been the same Needed game time Needed match fitness Needed back into the way That the Scottish game is The speed of it uh, Their ability Was never in question But he looked out of sorts uh, The formation Didn't suit him uh, But They've worked very hard at that And uh, He's uh, been excellent for Rangers In recent weeks And I think that's why He's been rewarded With this one year contract A lot of the good stuff That Rangers have done In, in recent weeks um, He's been in and around that side So Gordon's right He needed games um, we, we forget that We forget that he, he hadn't played for quite a while Before he came up here Sometimes it takes 
people a week to get up to speed Sometimes it takes people a wee bit longer Steve Davis obviously took a wee bit longer But I think the important thing is He's in the team and he looks comfortable Back in his surroundings again And that surely gives Rangers fans encouragement for next season I think if everyone is honest Gordon Or certainly mm. the vast majority of people We do judge a bit quicker now It's, ju- it's just mm-hmm. the way it is well, You see it with managers yep. as well After a couple of games If it's not going well You know it's time to move them on And the, the players suffer from that as well Because you're right In, in February and in March Everyone was going oh, Look it's Stephen Davis Jermaine Defoe Some signings they, you know, mm-hmm. there was, It was easy to criticise But that, that wasn't giving them Anywhere near enough time And now that they are up to speed You can see What, what they can bring yeah, I don't, I don't think anyone doubted their ability, Gordon. You don't have the careers that these two guys have had and still have if you've not got that natural ability. Defoe can bang in goals. Davis has been a t- terrific midfield player. Yes, we all jumped on in. We all judged them very, very quickly. But you've got to remember, we judged them because they were brought in at a time when Rangers fancied this challenge against Celtic So they were brought in to make an impact right away It didn't mm. work for them But all credit to Rangers All credit to two players They've knuckled down and they're showing their ability Come on then, what do you think? 01419511025 Gary is a Rangers fan from Bells Hill Are you happy with that news today, Gary? Oh, he's just disappeared Look at that Terrible timing From mm. Gary Charles is on Twitter though He says I think the Davis deal Is a great bit of business uh, The last four to six weeks He's been superb His first few weeks He looked leggy and unfit But the two 90 minute games With the Northern Ireland National team Sorted his fitness out um, And now it looks positive So Next season then Is that Would you would you expect that progression To continue Would you expect Stephen Davis To be better next season Than he is currently I think he would be better You know having the game time Under his belt Coming back to a new club Now remember He's been at Rangers And he know, knows the club But it's a totally different Environment from what he was used to Different manager He's finding himself playing under He's played what 16 games You said just now 16 appearances He'll have another couple Before the end of the season Have a good pre-season With the team Feels more party again But a real leader I think that's the important thing He'll be a real leader For Rangers come pre-season right, I think we've got Gary back Hi Gary how are you doing, mate? Not too bad, Gary. What do you make of this Stephen Davis news then? Well, I think it's an absolute amazing signing. Um, from Gerard's point of view, I think, um, obviously, it'll do the young players. Um, obviously, a lot of good learning for somebody like Steve Davis. What have you made of him in the last couple of weeks, Gary? Most people are, are talking about the difference between when he first came in and he wasn't up to speed compared to the last couple of weeks. Have you noticed a big difference? Well, I, I, I totally agree with that. Um, obviously, when he first came in, I didn't really think it was up to the job. But um, obviously, for the past few weeks and stuff, the stuff that I've seen the football, that I've seen him play and stuff like that, I think it's been absolutely uh, amazing. Um, what what does that say about the the makeup of Rangers midfield next season? It's only the second of May. There's a lot to happen during the transfer window, but. If Stephen Davis is definitely going to be there I mean Scott Arfield's still under contract They've just signed Glenn Kamara You can't see Ryan Jack going anywhere mm-hmm. does, does that mean that the midfield That area is, is, is sort of settled Would you, would you expect more in that area Or, or is, is that the way it's going to be I think um, You know You've got Graham Dorans as well um, You've got Or even you know, McCrory's etc McCrory And there we forget about him He's a, he's a terrific young player uh, They've got an abundance of players Gordon But through a season like Rangers and Celtic have, and you, you notice sometimes that they they fall short of players. And it's amazing at the start, you go, how many midfield players has Rangers got or Celtic? But how many defenders? How many uh, forwards? But through a season with all those games, 
you're going to have injuries, you're going to have suspensions, and you need competition for places, mm -hmm. and they're certainly getting that now. Joey's on. He says a decent midfielder, but at this stage of his career, he wouldn't make the Celtic engine room. So Joey's obviously not a Rangers fan. He's looking at it from another perspective. That remains the, the big question, doesn't it? Listen, ultimately, you, you can judge Rangers players on what they're doing right now, but eventually it has to become about Winning things Winning yeah. winning the league And, and overtaking Celtic yeah. Next, is, next is, season Can Davis play a, a part in that? I, I, I believe he can Now other people say Oh he, he wouldn't make the Celtic team Well Probably that's a fair point He wouldn't get in the Celtic team Because Celtic are strong in that area also However it doesn't mean That's a bad signing for Rangers I think he could be influential And you're right It comes a time Rangers And their players have to be judged And winning things That time ha has to be next season Steven Gerrard and his backroom staff aren't going to get another season of going out of two cups and not, you know, not winning the league, you know, or, or any silverware. So it has to be next season. And I think with guys like Steven Davis, who has been there and knows what it takes to win, is going to be a positive thing, especially for the young players coming in who Rangers are have shown an intent in signing. Guys like Kamara as well, who's new to the club. But, you know, I think having a guy like Steven Davis round round about these guys will help him I don't think he'll play 50 games that's for sure he's he's probably fit enough but I don't think he will because what we were chatting about there the competition for places Rangers have got so many players in that midfield area to choose from but he's still a positive signing to have about there's no right or wrong way of doing it I don't think ideally clubs like to get their business done early mm. don't they if you can Rangers have certainly got a few in place for next season if you consider Davis Hasty, Jordan Jones they're, mm -hmm. they're both in pre-contracts as is that is that deliberate? You think trying yeah. to, to give as much time as possible in the summer? Well, they've obviously looked at their targets, Gordon, and they want the deals done. Uh, they want to start planning as early, early as they possibly can. I think it helps the manager, and that's why I said on Tuesday night. I think that I can understand the way Celtic are going about their business, but if Neil's going to be the manager, I'm sure Neil would have been sitting there thinking. I would like to get this decided so I can then start planning because there's a lot of work to be done. You've not just to bring in players, you've got to try and move players on as well. So as early as you can possibly get the nod to say, right, you go ahead there, go and start planning. And Rangers now can look to plan. Different Celtic are going for treble, treble. We understand that. But Rangers need to start planning and I think the manager's doing the right thing. And that area, but... Uh, would you say it's a problem? Now Rangers have filled that area Especially in the midfield We're chatting about it How they've got Kamara, Jack, Arfield McCrory, Davis mm. All kind of vine um, Doran's coming back For those positions Does Doherty come back Or does this mean Doherty no. Aye, mm. There we go But what if, a, what if a target comes up For Rangers It's a realistic target That they, they thought They might have not got him In January But he comes up We still now, just go for players you, If they're better than what you've got and, you how, and who do you You'd surely then need to move on But yeah. the, all the names I don't see Any of them That you'd You would go out your way To move on I think all of them Have done a, a A fairly good job For Rangers So Is that a danger Is that a problem That you do all your business Just now And miss out on a, a target Because your squad's just Too heavy in that Midfield position uh, As is always the case Any issue that comes up Has got Two very different viewpoints Roscoe is delighted He says Stephen Davis Will run the Celtic game In two weeks time Watch this space He says Magnificent signing uh, But Token Jester says Well either he's up to speed Or he's strung two good games together When the pressure is off Davis never worried me In his heyday And he certainly doesn't now That's at Clyde SSB We're also on the phones 0141 951 
1025 We're going to hear from Neil Lennon Because Scott Sinclair is staying at Celtic Well, certainly contractually So what do you make of that? And an injury update on Kieran Tierney as well Coming up after the trap with Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompson's.com Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here So give us a call Or send us a tweet at Clyde SSB We kicked off by looking at Stephen Davis' move to Rangers His permanent move to Rangers We've been asking for your opinions on it So keep them coming on the phones and on Twitter In the meantime we'll want to hear from Neil Lennon He's confirming that Kieran Tierney will get an operation on a double hernia At the end of the season But he is in contention to play against Aberdeen on Saturday Lennon says the plan is to get him back in time for the European qualifiers But um, it's unlikely he'll be able to feature for Scotland against Cyprus and Belgium There was also an update on Lee Griffiths He's training, so he's in contention to start He's had advice from the specialist and um, we're just going to manage him through now Until the end of the season, hopefully I don't. I think it'll be very, very difficult for him to go with Scotland You know, he's sort of managing him on a daily basis at the minute And... Um, he is going to require surgery, and the sooner you know the season finishes and he gets the surgery done, the better it will be for him going forward. Just have surgery immediately at the end of the season. What's the time scale for his potential return? Probably three to four weeks. Right. Okay. Should be back for the qualifier. Uh huh. That's the, that's the idea anyway. You know, it's um, double hernia, so you know that needs fixing. What about Lee Griffiths? You said he was having fitness tests. Yeah, they went well, and now he's out running on the grass. You know, so again, doing a little bit more conditioning work, so he's making good progress now in terms of getting up to full fitness. How big a chance is there that he'll feature now in terms of? Well, he's not this weekend anyway, that's for sure, but um, he's got another couple of weeks of work, you know, before we can really throw him in with the, the rest of the squad. I suppose there would have been an option for Kieran Tierney to get the operation. Now And mm. you know Then you're back earlier But can you see the way The thinking is Yeah Manage yeah, totally him if you can, can and Yep uh, I've had a similar experience To Kieran when I was at Celtic um, I had similar problems To what he's experienced just now And In terms of managing I, I can understand What Neil's saying The Celtic are still trying To get across the line And I think Celtic Miss Kieran Tierney bad When he doesn't play So It's only Right that Neil and Kieran would want to take part in this game. And I think you can go on a game-to-game basis. However, it's it's a very painful thing that needs sorted. And he's I think he's totally in the right. I know he'll, he'll have some critics for not going away with Scotland, but it's the time to do it. Um, and it's, a, it's the right way to manage it. But Celtic badly need him. I, I, I said in, at the weekend, I think, as again, he's done a fine job, but Celtic really miss... Tierney, especially when he gets to the touchline and the quality he provides. Here's the one that will probably divide opinion. So you tell us what you think. Neil Lennon says Scott Sinclair's experience will be key after the club extended his contract by a year. He admits the winger hasn't hit the heights of his first season, but says he's an excellent player and always a threat. Scott will be here for another year. He's a very good player. You know, he's been a good player since he's walked in the door and um, got 15, 16 goals this season. Again, big contribution in the goals column and uh, that experience as well. And, and Football intelligence is always important to have around. You know, there's a familiarity there for Scott, you know, going into the, the Champions League qualifiers next season. He'll be, you know, one that we don't have to go and replace, put it that way. Well, he's played a lot of games this season, so I wouldn't say he struggled for, for time on the pitch. Certainly, under me, he's played maybe 75%, 80% of the games, and um, he maybe hasn't hit the heights of his first season, but I mean, that was a stellar season, and it's a very difficult to replicate that year on year. But we know what we've got with Scott, he's a Excellent player and um, always a threat. 
what the number of other, other lads will their positions not become clear until your own position is clear um, I don't know if my position is, is relevant to that um, I would imagine you know the club will be working in the background on discussing the futures of you know a number of players obviously Meek is one that they're working away on at the minute yeah I've always said in this programme that Scott Sinclair I think he's been an important player for Celtic or because of the amount of goals and he has made a lot of appearances Yes, it was very hard to live up to his first season, Player of the Year in Scotland. What a terrific season he had. But he always played under Brendan Rodgers. Uh, he's got his fair share of goals in three seasons. A great return. The only thing that I would say negative about it, and I don't know if it's true because you never believe everything you read in the papers, but for the sort of salary he's on, I think that will divide a lot of Celtic supporters. One four one nine five one one zero two five. Brendan is in Crookston. What do you make of Scott Sinclair extending his stay, Brendan? Yeah, I'm not too sure. I think he certainly he was out for his first season. Um, I don't know if it's the board are wanting to sell him, and or maybe just wanting to get a decent price for him. Um, but it wouldn't be one of the main positions I'd be wanting to reinforce in the summer. So it's a positive. Um, I don't think he's the best player in the squad, which maybe it doesn't justify. Uh, that salary, but that was obviously something that Brendan Rodgers negotiated when he was a big name down down in England when he came up in that first season. Yeah, I mean, Mark, is the age-old debate about Scott Sinclair, the numbers look good for him. I mean, if you look mm. at his, he's got 60 goals for Celtic. Yeah. Um, I think round about, you know, maybe just over what one in, he's, he's about what one a goal every two and a half games or something like that. I mean, yeah. for a winger. It's pretty tough to argue with it. Granted, yes, people look at him this season and say, well, I don't care what the numbers say, he's, he's, he's not been as good. Fine. I think mm. you would accept that as well. But it wouldn't be easy to replace those types no, of goals, would Exactly, it? Gordon. I, I get what people saying um, in terms of performance and as a winger, looking for your wingers to go by people and provide for others. Scott Sinclair has seemed to have come back um, from from that from his first season where he could do that breeze pass wingers, but his numbers in terms of goals hasn't really dropped much, and that's an important thing. I mean, I don't think you can ignore that when you when you lose that yard of pace to still keep your numbers goal scoring numbers up. I think is is incredible. I think he's worth taking on for another year, and if that is to perhaps get a transfer fee. Well again It's it's proved worthwhile But still I think he's worthwhile Having about mm. the squad Because like you say It's hard to get A left winger Who can come in And score those goals And I said Before in this show Again That a lot of people Moan about It's tappings It's other people It's it's providing He's tapping in from six yards But he still has to make That run Into that position And there's many wingers We see who don't do that And that's what he brings to Celtic When he does play Again then A similar question To the Rangers Central midfield Gordon <laughs> How are those areas Shaping up And are, are Celtic done There Because Forrest will still be there mm-hmm. Sinclair the, the, You know The sort of Mikey Johnsons Of the world will, will still be there Lewis Morgan comes back Arzani Has still got another year Of the loan And Shved The Ukrainian signing as well So again An interesting couple of months ahead To see who comes and goes Yes um, Obviously the centre half positions Will have to be addressed I think we keep writing Lustig off season after season But he's getting on a bit now And uh, he's still an experienced player But I think they'll look in that position as well And I do think they will add The only question Look, I've defended Scott Sinclair on here Because I've been a big fan And I know that he's not 
Being the same player as his first season Because that was very hard to live up to But the question you've got to ask yourself And, and Celtic have answered it On the sort of a money Reportedly that he's going to pick up Per week Would you find someone Better Or a couple of players For their wages Brendan what do you think about that And the, the rebuild in general Yeah I mean I'm, I'm really positive uh, You know About what I've been experiencing Obviously in, in the last eight years And the next year going forward I'm kind of You know Not understanding a bit of the negativity And I don't buy this narrative That it's a massive rebuild At all I mean I'd be looking to get a, a, You know Certainly a starting right, right back And spending maybe Five and six million um, you know, a bit of good money there. If we can't get Benkovic again, I'm looking for a centre back um, and potentially a striker. But um, they've got loads of midfielders. Um, one of the best things I just did was the improved players that were already there. I don't. I think there's three or four players away from really rejuvenating the squad and going again next year. Um, and I just think Celtic fans need to really get behind the team as they are and be really positive about it. Um, the manager's a different story. Um, but in terms of the squad, I don't think there's a lot to be done there. I think three or four quality additions. Um, and we'll be absolutely fine You can see both sides can't you Because of course it's a nice problem to have If you can even call it that If Celtic wrap up the treble as many expect them to do I mean that's going to be nine domestic trophies in a row mm. Clearly going to that in a, a position of strength But then at the same time That's why other fans don't want that to go to waste They, they, they want the, the recruitment to be right to, to see whether it's nine and ten and then mm. Listen you can't rest on your laurels And every... The problem is every great team has a cycle where although they're still good players and they may still not be over the hill yet, a lot of them, sometimes they go a bit stale at the one club and it's the difficulty in keeping that going, you know, that belief and that enjoyment going that you get the most out of these players. So, listen, I agree with Brendan. I think Celtic do need a bit of freshness. I don't think they need wholesale changes, but I I do think it's a, a really important summer that the guys that they bring in do add that freshness That bit of excitement again That bit of competition from places And going back to Scott Sinclair What you said there does about his wage Would would Celtic get a few other players for that wage? Celtic have got the money Anyway If they if they see another player Who's well, on similar wages They can buy him no, But yeah, you run the risk To be fair though uh, every, out in a transfer every, club, every club wants value though Don't they? I mean it's not a, yeah. Even they, they, Yes they may be cash rich In Scottish football terms But it's not the type of money you want to waste But to give up a Well to give a a winger Who's 30 years old Who scores 17 goals at this Mm -hmm. moment A free transfer to go anywhere he wants in England With the money it's going about England I mean Two million quid A million and a half Mm -hmm. quid To the English clubs Is nothing So I'd rather take that gamble Absolutely But I suppose the counter argument is Look at big games under Neil Lennon so far He actually hasn't played And is that what is that what you would expect from the club's top earner if, if the reports are true? But you know what it's like Top earner at a club doesn't doesn't guarantee you any place in the team I just think Celtic see it as a positive gamble That they'd rather they'd rather pay him the money And perhaps if someone comes in You know, a million, two million quid to take that And if he has to stay Then he will contribute You can't go for him scoring 17 goals in a season To just nothing the next season So there's no doubt if his game time's restricted next season, he will still contribute goals. And that's the important thing for a winger for Celtic. He needs to have an end product. It'll be good to play this back in 12 months' time when Sinclair's on zero goals. Zero Some goals. And the reserves. Brendan, we'll give you the final word on this. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one. It's, you can spend one, one million in a player and they, they turn out to be great, and you can spend a lot of money, you know, five, six, and it doesn't happen. It's 
every every club in the world gets it wrong with transfers, but I just think we need, you know, two or two or three quality players. I mean, look what Dembele did in that first season, um, and it will rejuvenate the players that are already there. So I'm really positive. I feel we're so much stronger than Rangers going ahead than the next year. Um, so yeah. I'm happy. happy. Okay, thank you very much. That was Brendan and Crookston. Keep your thoughts coming in. 0141-951-1025. Um, I'm going to reveal what exactly it is. We've got Gordon DL and Mark Wilson going head to head for mm-hmm. in just a couple of minutes. Let's speak to Alec first, though. Hi, Alec. Hi, Lars. How are you doing? Good, thank you. What's your take on Scott Sinclair then? Hi, well, I'm, I'm glad that we've signed him for the, the, the next year because one thing that he does guarantee if he, if he does play. Whether he's on form or no, he'll guarantee you goals. And that's a good quality to have. Uh, I agree with the last boy. About, I don't think Celtic need wholesale changes. You know, Griffiths is going to be like a new signing. You know, you never know, whoever the manager may be, whether it's Lenny or whatever, this contract extension might be the kind of confidence booster that, that maybe Sinclair needs. And, you know, he, he could add another maybe 10 goals on top of what he's got. But what you're sure of, if he plays 10 or 12 games, you're going to either get a return of assists or you're going to get a return of goals off him. The only thing I will say, Alex, is I think that um, Griffiths will be back next season. We know that. Uh, I, Depending what the formation is, that the Celtic manager, whoever it may be, plays. Now, if he goes with, say, for instance, two up top, which hasn't been happening, You've got to bring in another centre forward because you can't leave yourself just with Griffiths and obviously um, Edward because you can get caught out in a long season. You can get injuries. You can things that happen. Midley Park, I think Celtic are very strong. I don't think they need anything in there. I think they've got quality players in there. Christie still to come back. Young Henderson looks a great prospect as well, given the opportunity. I look at the right back position. I think they need a centre back, and I will not be surprised if they bring in. A left-sided player, a left, i.e. a left winger is that, what, that does sound like quite a big revamp then I mean Alec no, is on saying It's three, three, four players Back, back four is a must for Celtic That's the important thing um, You know, the chat about Lustig You know, here Neil Lennon uh, saying they're working away that, That's an important thing You need competition for, for Kieran Tierney Not sure what the, the script way is Aguirre But for Kieran Tierney, and if he's coming back from an injury, you need cover and the for the the qualifiers. Centre halves a must. You're you always like Bayatas away. Benkovic for me is a top one. He's going to go back. Ayer I really like, but to survive a season and what Celtic playing these days, sixty five, something like that games, you need three or four quality centre halves, and that's a big one for me. They need to make sure that defence is right before they do anything. I mean, Stevens tweeted in to say that the Celtic squad does need a massive clear-out and an influx of fresh quality into the starting eleven. He's provided an example of the amount of players still at Celtic who played against Ajax in 2015. So he's, he's put the team, Gordon, obviously still there, Lustig, Bayata, Sumanovic, Tierney, McGregor, Rogic, so all still there, mm-hmm. Armstrong gone, Forrest, Griffiths. Um, and then it was Mackay Stephen was the other one So that's all bar what Two or three He then says look Ajax have only two remaining They find themselves In a Champions League semi-final Is it sometimes Regardless of whether you think Players are good or not No one's saying they're not good players Do you just need that That freshness That That, yeah. that re- revamp Yeah but bringing in Bringing in four players In my opinion Is a freshness Gordon And it's competition I don't think you have to go And you look at Rangers last season, for instance, they had to go and sign 15 players in the summer. 
That's a very difficult job One, to get all these signings right Which they didn't do And to bed them all in So I think that you talk about the players there What ones would you actually get rid of? Because Tom Rogic would, I would never get rid of McGregor wouldn't get rid of Griffiths I wouldn't get rid of um, Forrest I wouldn't So there's players there mm. Still at the peak of their career All they need is the four different players, in my opinion, four I'm going for, a bit of quality around about them. That's a bit of freshness, and I think Celtic will kick on from that. It's a bit early for the quiz questions, but I'm wondering if you'll indulge me, Gordon DL. What is your greatest fear? My fear? Mm-hmm. What are you scared of? Spending. Absolute spending money, yeah. <laughs> um, absolutely nothing, Gordon. Nothing? I'm frightened of nothing. No? No. Spiders, maybe? Heights? No, I love heights. Not scared of heights. No, I love heights. Absolute I, in rubbish. Fact, no? every, He's scared of heights. Every day I go up a ladder just to make sure. I'm a window scared cleaner. of heights, Gordon. I know for a fact he's scared of Don't heights. Okay, us. the reason he's I'm terrifying. asking, the reason I'm asking, and this is where you can get involved. The nonsense that these two come away with on a Thursday night. You must have at some point thought to yourself. I'd love to chuck Mark Wilson out of a plane oh, Or no. I'd love to chuck Gordon DL out of a plane Well, today is your lucky day Because one of them is going to be getting chucked out of a plane To raise money for cash for kids And you get to decide which one Next Friday is Cash for Kids Superhero Day And you get to decide which one of these gets chucked out of a plane And the great thing is It's win-win Because you donate £5 To Cash for Kids And then you get to see The hilarity That will follow So it's very simple If you want to chuck Mark Out of a plane Next Friday yeah. Text the word Mark To 70808 That S- is 7 what? 70808 <laughs> If you want to chuck Mark Wilson out the plane Text Mark And if you want to chuck Gordon DL out of the plane Text the word Gordon To 70808 That's Gordon To 70808 It goes without saying It is win-win £5 to cash for kids Children right here On our doorstep Who really need it the most But you get to see One of these two Fall from However many thousand 10, feet. Thousand. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm hoping that I win this, Gordon. <laughs> um, I'm really excited about it. Um, unfortunately, I probably won't because there's nothing. There wouldn't be a better sight in the world. Ten thousand feet. Seen a mushroom falling out of a plane <laughs> Would that not be a magic mushroom But it would be fantastic Imagine Gordon Imagine <laughs> listeners the, the GoPro camera And that big nose <laughs> Terrified Hanging out a plane door And he's facing the way down Ah oh, come on I'm, uh, I'm texting in constantly for this Are we allowed to text? I wouldn't I, I wouldn't judge Because you're giving money to charity So there we go That's your challenge for the next week Listeners Text Mark to 70808 If you want to chuck Mark Wilson out of a plane And if you want to chuck Gordon DL out of a plane Text Gordon to 70808 Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's personal injury solicitors Compensation They know the score Talk to Thompsons.com Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here If you were listening before the break You just learned that one of them is getting chucked out of a plane next Friday And it'll all be down to you If you want to chuck Mark out of the plane for Cash for Kids Text Mark to 70808 It donates £5 and you get to see the mushroom fly And if you want to see Gordon Text Gordon to 70808 £5 to Cash for Kids and you get to see Gordon A great response on Twitter Martin Cooper says Gordon has to do Why? The plane Hashtag yeah. text Gordon He says <laughs> yes. uh, Cash for kids Popular though McClintock says Surely a third option Can we not just chuck them both out? No, no that's not it. <laughs> hold, hold on See before we start Are the parachutes involved here? 
<laughs> uh, Ant's boy Get Gordon out Broke my heart As a 13 year old In the Coca-Cola yeah, Cup yeah, final Yeah I remember that yeah. uh, And I'm sorry to let you down um, Thought Suggestions of throwing Hugh Keevans I don't think the insurance Stretches to Old age pensioners So Keevans is This is not an option But to be honest it would be our argument, no, An our argument It would be funnier To see the older guy Getting flung at a plane Oh, listen just to him. Die. He's trying to he's, he's trying to put the pressure on the for age people thing. For you you never see old guys jumping at planes. See, there's a difference, and that'd right? be funny seeing you. The, the 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 reason I want you is I know you are terrified of heights. <laughs> oh, terrified! <that> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would do this in my spare time if I had the chance. Anyway, back to the football. Justin is a Rangers fan on the line. Hi, Justin. Hi, guys. How you doing? Good, thanks. Um, I, I, I was just going to say You took the words right out of my mouth Two seconds ago I, I think uh, Us within the Curry Club Would put a, quite a large donation And To see both the guys <laughs> Throwing oh. it away <laughs> uh, To be honest with you I think uh, well, Some of the team Including you To be fair but, um, It's a small plane Justin We can't fit them all in <laughs> <laughs> Probably couldn't fit me in either To be fair with my belly But um, No the, the reason I was touching base guys Was I was listening to it earlier on uh, When you mentioned Stephen Davis Signing um, I think it's a really positive sign for Rangers. Um, but I, I keep hearing Graham Dom's getting mentioned and Greg Doherty getting mentioned. I think these kind of players that have been around Rangers, I think you'll probably see at the end of this season. I don't know what the guys think, but I think there'll be quite a clear out at Rangers at the end of this season. I think Gerard, what it seems like being a kind of midfielder himself and knowing what it takes to kind of build a solid midfield. His focus in that area where it's needed surgery, pretty much, and he's tried to kind of strengthen that. I think where we're going to have a focus, and where I think I'm, I'm quite excited about some of the stuff that's getting mentioned, is with people like, I know it's a wee bit pie in the sky, or paper talk to a degree, but things like Danny Welbeck, um, potentially re- resurrecting our career up here, um, when they've seen what can be done with some of the players that we brought in, with Ken and stuff like that, profiling themselves in Scotland again. The, th- the two places I think we need surgery or we need to reinforce, I think the real focus is probably defensively to replace uh, Warrell, who's obviously going away, um, and to add kind of strength behind Katic and Goldson, and somebody to partner with Defoe up front, because I genuinely think Morelos will go at the end of the season. I think he's had his time. That, well, I don't know what the guys think, but that, that seems to be the kind of consensus for a lot of the Rangers fans I'm speaking to. The good thing about the Morelos, and I don't think I can do another night of arguing what the fee would be, but let's just all agree it would be a fee, it would be sizable. It would be more than Rangers have received for a long, long time. So yep. that would be the, the, the comforting thing about if that was to happen. Yeah, and it would help them obviously build for next season because I think Justin's right. I think they, they do need a few players. I've said from day one, Gordon, that. The centre halves are a problem for me. I don't think you can win a league uh, with um, the centre backs that they've got. I think they need better quality in there. So Justin was looking for a centre back. I think he used the phrase behind Goldson or Cattage. You would prefer somebody to come in and be the best yeah, defender yeah, at the yeah, club, the number yeah, one. Yes, I would. I would uh, prefer someone to come in there and be the best centre half and then play Goldson probably beside him. Uh, I think they need that. Uh, if Morellis goes, they certainly need someone up front with Defoe because just listen, or, well, reading uh, Stephen Gerrard's reports, comments, 
I think Lafferty may be in his way out Not really achieved anything since he went back to Rangers Well you'd I've, be looking for more than one then wouldn't you? Well probably but Unless yeah. there's, a, unless there's a, a quick rise for I don't know a Ryan Hardy or a Zach Rudden Zach Rudden which, yeah which I don't know, maybe maybe it will, but yeah, I think I think there'll be a lot of players leaving. I think um, you know this year was a case of it was his first season. He brought in fifteen, sixteen, and he brought in a few in the summer. He's already got Hasty coming in. He's got played Jordan Jones there, Murphy. They're hoping to get back from that terrible injury. So he's got plenty of numbers, but he has to get better quality mm. in certain areas. And I think you'll be looking to address that, Justin. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree to a degree. When you were mentioning the defence side of things, I think after watching him, certainly the last couple of weeks that he's played Katic um, instead of Warrell, Goldson looks like a totally different player standing next to Katic. Uh, the two of them, the communication seems to be better. They seem to know who's going, who's staying. Whereas when Warrell's alongside Goldson, there seems to be a major communication error between the two of them, and. That, I think, is frustrating a lot of Rangers fans when they're watching it. Worrell seems, at points, to have a bigger ego than his play dictates. Um, and I think, as I say, certainly over the last couple of weeks, watching them against Aberdeen, genuinely the two of them strolled through it. Together, they looked like, I said, they looked like the team that was there at the start of the season when everybody was raving about them. They looked solid and everything else. So I think them having a run of games together... I'm not in a panic for for bringing in somebody of better mm. quality than them. Obviously, you would want to, but I think the two of them together, where run of games together, have shown that they can. Justin, in, individually, I would I would worry about Katic Individually, I think he he gets too easily turned. I think he's he's rushed sometimes when he goes for things. I think that's something that can come with him. experience. Now, age. I was going to say that. That's not to say I would get rid of him out the club. I, I I do believe that defenders sometimes learn from their experiences and especially this is his first year in the league he could learn from it and come back and be a real force but I do think Goldson um, is is the best out of the lot of them and if you get someone in solid enough to play alongside him and have Katic as a backup then that would be a more I, I think a better option for Rangers but I, I wouldn't get rid of Katic but I just think he's just too easily spun and turning and, and loses out in too many things Thank you to Justin in London Just before we move on quickly I want to squeeze this in Because some talking points From the rest of the world Are just so good That you can't ignore them Neil Lennon says He'd love to get another crack At Lionel Messi After his free kick last night I would love another crack At Lionel Messi <laughs> I would be delighted I would be watching the game like that But How good is he? It's funny like You know you're sitting Watching the game last night And afterwards You're just talking about him again You know And he just Brings so much joy to so many people. Obviously, Liverpool fans will beg to differ, but he's done that to so many teams on the on the greatest of stages. And um, I thought Liverpool were excellent. I thought the scoreline flattered Barcelona. Is there a bit of mileage still in the tie? Possibly, but I thought for a spell Liverpool looked the stronger team. And at one 0 if they equalised, they would have been in the ascendancy then. But then the great man steps up and. Just those things that you can't legislate for, it's as simple as that. And that's a, he's been the difference for Barcelona for a long, long time. Just how good? Oh, I mean, Gordon, incredible. I think Neil's spot on there, everything he says. Liverpool were so good last night, but lose the game with such a big margin because the, that little magician can put a, 
a free kick in for 30 plus yards it's In incredible. your prime I don't think you could kick the ball that far no, I, I would be like a golf <laughs> shot I would need two hits at that That's a driver and a 7 iron for me to get to that But incredible, wasn't he it? stands up there and you're thinking No, no chance And, and he's not just beating any goalkeeper He's yeah, being a top exactly. class goalkeeper the Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL latest Every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday Here is Beat the Pundit time Your chance to take on Mark Wilson Or Gordon Deal. Get one over of them Get the bragging rights and win a signed ball If you fancy it tonight Give us a call right now 0141 951 1025 Be quick You only have until the news at 7 Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. They're getting more and more nervous as the night goes on after we just announced that one of them is getting chucked out of a plane next week and you get to decide. Uh, more on that a bit later, though. We're going to hear from Lewis Ferguson. He has spoken for the first time about that tackle on Tom Rogic and also the fears of losing Derek McInnes to the Scotland job. We'll hear from Lewis Ferguson after this. With goals in the Scottish Sun, the SPFL and EPL latest every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday. Beat the pundit first though. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are ready. One of them is taking on Craig from Cumbernauld. How are you tonight, Craig? Hi, not bad, not bad. Uh, first time in the on Beat the Pundit, so... Glad it's either Mark or Gordon They're the easier two to beat I was just going to ask Is Craig Are you one of those That just sat and waited And waited for a Thursday night In the hope that you can take Advantage of a moment of daftness From one of these two And you answered the question Before I even asked it So good to see that we're on The same wavelength So it's you Up against Mark or Gordon Heads it's Mark and tails it is Gordon Gordon always gets really suspicious He starts going on his tiptoes And trying to peer over the top Of the computer no, screen to, to make sure that I'm not He's a nervous um, guy He's nervous all night <laughs> I'm not night. taking the mickey with the coin Here we go And it's heads Mark Wilson Up against Craig From Is that definitely heads? You're always heads You're on the Come left on. And Gordon's on the right Come on You've you only done it about go. 300 times No, no Mark's doing it Craig will ball it Cumbernauld derby Between Mark <laughs> and Craig Let me give Mark some Clyde 2 And make sure he can't hear Craig's answers Craig you've got 30 seconds Head to head You can pass Mark Wilson is Giving me all sorts of gestures here There's obviously something wrong With these headphones <laughs> Did I just deafen you there? Did What's I just deafen you there? There's something up There's <laughs> something up with him It's the beauty of live radio There we go That's you got Clyde too Now Craig 30 seconds Head to head with Mark You can pass Here is your chance To beat the pundit Are you ready? Yep Okay let's do it who did Scott Sinclair play with immediately before joining Celtic? Aston Villa Which team that dissolved in the 60s used Cathkin Park as their home ground? Clyde Bank What was the final score of the 2016-17 League Cup final between Aberdeen and Celtic? 3-0 Celtic Which Scottish club could be relegated for a second consecutive season this weekend? Partick Thistle Where did Rangers sign Stephen Davis from the first time? Okay. okay, let me bring Mark Wilson back. Mark, are you with us? Yes, I am. Yours are fixed now. Thanks, Gordon. Okay. Yeah, Craig was flying. You were up against it in the battle of the Cumbernauld mm, natives. Right. Yeah. You ready? Okay. Okay. Let me get the questions ready. That would be good, wouldn't it? Find the right bit of paper. Mm-hmm. Who did Scott Sinclair play with immediately before joining Celtic? Man City. What team that dissolved in the 60s used Kafkin Park as their Third home Lanark. ground? 
Who? What was the final score of the 2016-17 League Cup final between Aberdeen and Celtic? 2-0 Celtic Which Scottish club could be relegated for a second consecutive season this weekend? <laughs> Partick Thistle Where did Rangers sign Stephen Davis from the first time? Villa I don't know <laughs> I don't know I don't know oh. The pressure got to you You'd be the better first getting time. Playing and getting over with The first time Mushroom meltdown That was oh. horrendous Right and Craig was right He sat and waited his chance For yeah. a Thursday night Let's find out Who did Scott Sinclair play with Immediately before that. joining Celtic Craig's a Rangers fan But he Villa. still knew it was Aston Villa 1-0 to Craig uh, What team that dissolved in the 60s Used Cathkin Park as their home ground It was third Lanark So he equalised Straight <laughs> away Craig. Um <laughs> Well seen that you're, you know, you still mm. keep Celtic close to your heart, still keep yeah. your finger on the pulse. The final score One. of the 2016-17 League Cup final, Craig also knew that it was three 0 to Celtic. Oh, you didn't. So was. Craig goes two one in front. Which Scottish club could be relegated for a second consecutive season this weekend? Now I need to hold my hands up here because I accidentally left out from League One, and the answer was Brecon. But it doesn't matter because you both said Partick Thistle. Mm. So even if it's right or wrong. We're okay. fine It's all good And then where did Rangers <laughs> sign Stephen Davis from the first time mm-hmm. Bring the ball in Who did I say You both you, I don't know what I you said You said Villa it, The answer is Fulham And it's 3-1 to Craig You have been absolutely hammered Craig well done to you The signed ball is on its way Yes Cheers Well done Craig In fact You're, 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 you're just uh, dropping off Craig, on the way I'll back. bring up the road to me <laughs> I'll drop in Just give your oh. Give your address to producer Andy Mark will do it on his way back to Cumbernauld Brilliant stuff so. Craig that's Your the worst I've seen from you. You panicked. I, I was panicking. You I did. Why? Is it, is it the, the sky dive getting I, to you? I don't know. Did Tough you hear questions. the way he went? Party thistle. <laughs> <laughs> Answered a question with a question. That's when you're not sure. Party thistle. Was it party thistle? Ah, oh, no, it wasn't. It. Anyway, you'd mucked up the questions, Gordon. I would have got breaking. <laughs> but have you still you had the chance one? to get breaking. League one. Um, I honestly think the skydive's getting to him well, it is. He's gone So I think that could be uh-huh. I don't know <laughs> whether the, what, what the listeners are oh, thinking Most of the people tweeting in are, are saying that they've voted for Gordon so far <laughs> yes. I must admit I'm no, just no, being honest No, no, yep. no, no, really? no, no I'm, I'm just being honest I'm just reading what's, mm. what's in front You've no idea what he says about the listeners <laughs> Every time we're on here on a Thursday It's incredible Oh, okay, okay. Let's hear a bit from Lewis Ferguson, shall we? Um, continued speculation today about the Scotland manager's job. Lewis Ferguson was speaking yesterday as one of the Player of the Year nominees, Young Player of the Year nominees, I should say. Um, he hopes that Derek McInnes stays at Aberdeen for years to come because he's had a big influence on his development. Yeah, of course. Um, I would love him to stay, obviously, because he's he's, he's my manager. He's, he's helped me so much this season, and he's made me a better player and a better person as well. So obviously, I would. I would love him to stay at Aberdeen for for a few more years and, and help me develop as a player. He's been different class with me since I first went up there because I was also I was only eighteen when I moved up and I moved up myself away from my family and stuff. So he's been different class with me and all the staff as well. Barry Robson, um, Doherty, even Paul Sheeran as well. They were all good players, so they all can help me and improve me in every way possible. Just quickly some breaking news tonight Celtic and Rangers have both been fined £7,500 For the actions of their players after the last Old Firm match Not entirely unexpected It was one of those mass confrontations That's the way that the Scottish FA look at it Fines have been handed out Let's be honest Not life-changing fines Mm. So I don't expect a, a hugely vociferous reaction to that But if you've got anything you want to talk about 
Give us your thoughts Celtic Rangers fined £7,500 For the actions of their players After the last Old Firm game That was Lewis Ferguson Talking about Derek McInnes He hopes he stays Amidst the speculation That he could become The next Scotland manager um, He's also Talking about The honour Of being recognised By his fellow pros As one of the young players Of the year He looks back on that tackle On Tom Rogic In the Scottish Cup game At Hamden He described it As being A huge mistake Delighted obviously As as everyone would be um, To get nominated It's it's good to see That so many Professionals That I've been playing against um, Week in week out This season have, have noticed me so yeah delighted just the way the game was going the game was getting away from us and, and you know how it is out there it's emotions run high and I think I was just a bit desperate for something to happen and um, I made a huge mistake which I regret and I just I felt for for the players that were left at the park because I let them down I let the fans down I, I let the staff down so and I, I apologise for that because um, I'm that kind of person that I, I own up when, when I do wrong so I apologise for that and, and just forgot about it straight away. Um, just didn't want to dwell on it and keep thinking about it too much. You know, as soon as I get into training, you know, the next day I just got my head down and, and just looked forward to the next game. Well, very well said uh, from the young man there. Uh, he realises his wrongdoing. He realises that he let his teammates down on the park, and that's uh, the most important thing. Uh, and he'll get a chance to make up for it, no doubt, because he's a top young player. You know, I I, I think he's he's an outstanding talent. Um, and when I say young player He's one of the players I look at Who If it makes any sense Doesn't look like a young player Plays like a A seasoned professional Who's been in there for years And that's a That's a big compliment to pay Because he, he's a real leader In a team That's done very very well Over the last Four or five years But he's come into that team And he's improved them With the way he plays And the passion he plays And he's The driving force he has And of course he wants Derek McInnes to stay Because Derek had the had the faith to bring him and put him in the team as a young man and keep playing him. And he's rewarded Derek, not just with his, his tenacity in midfield, but his goals. You know, he added some big goals this season and he thoroughly deserves the honour, uh, you know, of being up for, for the young player of the year. I think he'll win it uh, and I think he'd be a worthy winner. Gordon Deal's already convinced that his favourite David Turnbull's going to win it. That's he's got so. in the back yeah. of his Motherwell strip this yeah. season. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be between the two of them. I think that Ferguson deserves to be in there. There's a lot of positives for him. He was very, very good at Hamilton and he got the move to Aberdeen. I think the boy's been terrific. The one thing I would like to see, I'm just controlling a little bit. I think he's the most booked player in Scottish football, Gordon Marine saying that. Uh, obviously, yeah, I think in the ball in the Premiership in, in the, the league. Pre- yeah. yeah, in the Premiership. Uh, now, you don't want to take that competitive side away from him because that's part of his game. But he's just got to watch And the tackle that he was talking about On Rogic there at Hamden Yes, I like people that come out Yeah, I made a mistake All players make mistakes Of course we do uh, But I think if he takes that A little bit of that out of his game He's certainly got all the ability To go all the way to the top Michael's in Canvas Lang Hi Michael Good, thank you What's on your mind tonight? Um, uh, just about the manager of Scotland I actually don't think it will be There's I actually think it will be David Boyce just on the basis of decision of him being at the Celtic game, and I think what you said during the week or a couple of issues ago that he was at the St. Mary's game too, was he? Uh, Michael, let me clear up though. Do you, you you're saying you think it will be David Moyes? Is that who you want it to be as well, or, or that's just what you think is going to happen? Uh, 
<laughs> You're just an interested observer, that's fine, I don't mind that um, Well, David Moyes, there were some quotes going about today Talking about, I can see myself being a national manager, of course But I prefer day to day He doesn't really seem to, to commit I mean, Scotland is not an easy job I thought he was saying it hasn't been an easy job We haven't got it quite right Um it, it sounds a bit like he's just sort of keeping his options open. Yeah, like, you yeah. know, he, he would he would do it maybe if it came up, but doesn't if he comes seem out and says, desperate for it. Uh, well, if he comes out and says I'm desperate for the job and he doesn't get the job, then he looks yeah, like a fool. So of course, but I, I, we we were chatting to Gordon uh, about it. I think having that prestige of being the Manchester United manager still holds a lot of power with with players, and I think in terms of getting players to to turn up for every gathering and not pull out of friendlies. I think a guy like David Moyes holds that kind of, as I say, prestige and order of being the Manchester United manager that might work. Mm-hmm. I, I, listen, it wouldn't be my first choice. However, why, why uh, Mark, when he's obviously managed in the top league, he's managed abroad, he's got experience, um, he's managed big clubs, as yeah. you say, and he can attract to players that you say as well. I think just listening to his interview there, I think he's been very clever and very experienced by saying, Look, I'm more of a day-to-day manager Because I think in the back of his mind If Neil Lennon does not get the Celtic job I think his name will be, will be first in there mm. He'll be top of the list No, I think he'll right. put his name right, in okay. Try to get that job So he's keeping his options open mm. I mean Michael, you're a, you're a Celtic fan as well I know you, you called in about Scotland Moyes to Celtic Is that is that another is that another no. aspect to this? No, definitely not. Now it's all here talking about that. Uh, like I, I knew it would never happen with the cheap Jose Mourinho, but I got blown off about Rafa Benitez coming down and saying that they'd be asking for serious money for the transfer windows. But he's only asking for big money through the transfer windows because he's in the Premier League. Like if he was to drop it and see what kind of money was being spent and could be spent in the Scottish Premier League and do well. Like, I, I don't see what's the problem with him coming there. Or, like, there's other managers I do, like, uh, Regal and, uh, oh, Roberto. It's not a great line we've got you on, Michael. You sound miles away. Yeah, it's a bit echoey, but we got the gist of what Michael was saying. What What are the chances then that by, you know, start of next season, David Moyes is either the Celtic or the Scotland manager? Um, well, I think it's it's a strong possibility, but more so which one? I would go more so Scotland. Okay, yeah, I, I would. Um, again, Celtic wouldn't be my choice. I think Neil should get the Celtic job. Um, but even if Neil didn't get it, I think there's other other options. Um, that that would m- be more exciting, let's say, for the Celtic fans. But I think he could be the the Scotland boss. Next season I think there's more of a chance of that Thanks to Michael and Canvas Lang Let's take a call from Brian Who's a Rangers fan in Hamilton Hi Brian Hi pal What's your thoughts tonight Brian? Uh, I just want to go back to something That Gordon said earlier Regarding um, Carpenter mm-hmm. um, The player of the year um, I was surprised he wasn't nominated for it In terms of his figures For goals and assists He's been on all this season He's a Shirley Kimon I think um, as a leader as well for Rangers, he's been there for a person that he can pick up and stuff during games. Um, but I just wanted to find out my dark spot and stuff like that on, on that. Mm. On Tavernier. Has he been unlucky to miss out on the four-man well, shot the, list? The problem is you can only have four and I think the four that are on the list are ahead of him in terms of what they've done and even the two at his club. Now, he 
he has scored a lot of penalties He has a lot of assists along with Candace But I think when you're the goal scorer And the, the attractive winger Who runs past people Make things happen mm-hmm. It's more appealing And it stands out more What you're trying right to back. say is Who'd be daft enough to vote for a right back like yes, you? Yes, exactly that, We never get a credit Listen, it's the truth We never get a credit I know who's going to vote for you Getting out of plane <laughs> <laughs> But Tavernier No doubt We say it time and time again Going forward Brilliant Delivery of the ball I don't think there's anybody Better in Scotland From the areas that he puts Balls in And Morelos feeds off that Defensively though If you're going to win it As a defender And that's your That's your trade I think you've got to be judged on it Along with your defending And I don't think he's good enough you Defensively talk a, You talk about assist smart Right And I'm not against The nominees Because at the end of the day The, the players vote for them And they deserve to be there You talk about assists As he had more assists than Kent Tavernier Yeah Yeah yeah. So doubt, yeah. from a right back position Yes he scored goals And a lot penalty kicks But he's still got to score them All I'm saying but is But would you not agree As a defender That's your job You're part of a back four You have mm-hmm. to at least win A part of the If you're going to win an award Or be up for it At least you have to be recognised For your defensive side as well A lot of the Rangers fans That get in touch Say that's an area They've really seen Improvements Improvement, in, yeah. in, in the yeah, last Yeah but I still don't think few months. I must admit He improved it's hard to get much worse If I'm honest If I'm being totally critical Hard to be much Watch so many Celtic games That players Actually just walked by him And it looked like He couldn't care less The ones at the end of last season Yeah Couldn't care less And that's a worry Going forward I'll say it again He's magnificent But if you're going to be on that list As a defender At least some of it has to come From defensive responsibilities Right Brian If you think Tavernier Should be on the list Would he take the place Of either of your Rangers players Or are you kicking out One of the Celtic boys both of the Celtic boys, but Kent as well. I think he's one of the best in the league. Um, it's definitely the best right back. But in terms of his football, he has a lot of stuff. He has improved a lot. Um, but I, I think he's, he's definitely one of the best in the league. He does beat people up. He's had, I believe. I mean, like like we say, you can only. But we asked for it. We, we're asking mm-hmm. for people's opinions. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It, it's all down to those players. I sometimes think maybe there's a bit of a misconception that the shortlist is picked by someone and the players then vote on the four but these are the top four mm-hmm. who got the top you know the, the four highest number yeah. of votes so I, I, I guess you're trying to get in the minds of the players and say what what was it about these guys that, that appealed to you compared to and for all we know James Tavernier was fifth you know <laughs> you yeah, never know but, or, but, but, listen Alan McGregor as well I think Alan McGregor could look mm-hmm. at that and say well, yeah. why, why am I not there? Because well, he said an outstanding Especially the first part Was brilliant Interesting to hear as well Because I know lots of people Always think Yeah the Celtic players Don't vote for the Rangers players And vice versa Callum McGregor is on the list And he said today I voted for Alan McGregor Oh really? Okay Well there you go It shows It's the standout player Players who make a difference So that's how often Often you'll You'll not see a A midfielder a holding midfielder Win it You'll not see a full back Win it You'll see either a goalie who's been outstanding I think Craig Gordon won it today years mm-hmm. ago Who's been really outstanding Who makes a difference in a game Who won it last year again? Scott Brown And then Holding midfield <laughs> Real influence of score goals I said it's not <laughs> I said You'll not often Not often it happens <laughs> But at the other end you'll see a winger Or a centre forward to win it well done okay. uh, Well done Daz Vote Daz On the <laughs> skydive I love this tweet from David He says As a Rangers fan With the choice of throwing An ex-Rangers player Or an ex-Celtic player Out the plane It should be straightforward I choose Gordon <laughs> <laughs> Yes
Now remember if you're uh, just joining us Cash for Kids Superhero Day Next Friday You get to decide Which one of these two You chuck out of a plane Quite literally So To donate £5 to Cash for Kids And chuck Mark out You text Mark to 70808 And to donate £5 And chuck Gordon out You text Gordon to 70808 The full time teaser Is next And I'm also looking for A couple of things Partick Thistle fans Let's hear from you And anyone else Who might be interested in this Because I'm wondering If you've ever heard of any other Strange managerial techniques Things that they've done To try and get the best out of their team This is on the back of a WhatsApp leak From Partick Thistle Which has revealed that Gary Caldwell Asked the players to all write down Their starting 11 for this week's game Put it in an envelope And submit it anonymously It was leaked The story got out And I'm just wondering First of all what you Partick Thistle fans think And also if you've ever heard of any other Weird and wonderful managerial techniques Teasers next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. Plenty of time for you to get your calls or tweets in 01419511025 and Twitter is at Clyde SSB. Let's set up tonight's full time teaser though. That's your chance to catch out the pundits by sending the questions into full time at Clyde1.com. Gary Smith has sent this one in tonight. On the anniversary of the so-called shame game The 20th anniversary of the so-called shame game Between Celtic and Rangers 11 players either scored Got booked Or got sent off Can you name them? What? Say again 11 so, players scored 11 players either scored Got booked Or got sent off Now it was an incident packed game Him? No 1999 20 year anniversary The original shame game I can't remember that Mark please tell me At least one of you can remember Oh aye Aye Tell me Where, at, at Celtic Park The one Hugh Dallas Gets hit with a coin Aye oh, You remember that Yeah remember that You might have been busy that night Now 11 Other, other plans Let's move on 11 players <laughs> 11 players right. Either scored Got booked Or got sent off Neil McCann Scored 3 2 even scored two. He yeah, also felt got like three. He, heartbreak. <laughs> <laughs> he also got booked. So he's one of your eleven. Neil McCann. McCoy. No. Ian Ferguson. No. No. Oh. Stuart McCall. No. So we, McCann scored. Who else? Are you going to start with goals? Are you going to work your way through? You don't remember who was sent off? Um. Alan Stubbs on there. He got booked. Yes. Lennon. <laughs> Listen, go on. He, I told you he must have been busy that night. <laughs> no. All I can remember. Um, what was the score? What was the score? I don't three, know what I'm asking nil. you for. 3 0. 3 1. 3 0. Right, okay, so we've got. Can't remember who scored the other goal, though. Right, okay, this could be difficult. Tom Boyd. Did hmm. I say Tom Boyd? He's not one. He's not one. Well done Tommy Are you going to answer Any of these Gordon Or I've, I, 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 Just sitting back You're still confused About the question as always No I've got I've got right, the okay. question Mark I'm, Namara. Co- I'm nope. confused about the answer You can't remember Any of the players Who were sent off It was famous for the sendings off The yeah. Canio No <laughs> Can't remember Touch McKinley Twitter will absolutely Nail this one Our listeners never yeah. forget Stuff like this So the 20th Twitter. anniversary Of the so called Shame game 3-0 To Rangers in 1999 11 players Either scored Got booked or got sent off. Neil McCann scored. Alan Stubbs got booked. That's all they've got so far. Richard Goff. They're looking for another nine. No. Right, I want to get your thoughts. John Brown. Shh. No. I want to get your thoughts on this. Partick Thistle players have allegedly 
been asked by the manager to pick their own team for Saturday's do or die relegation clash with Queen of the South. Now, this got leaked from the team WhatsApp group, which is another issue as well. So, the message allegedly sent by Brian Kerr, the assistant manager, was sent out there. Everybody's seen it, and it asks all the players to write their starting 11 down for this huge game mm-hmm. and submit it anonymously in an envelope. Firstly, why? What, what, what do you make of it? What do you read into it? Why? Um, I would love to have an answer to that question, Gordon. I've no idea why you would do that. Um, coaching staff. Great, have, thanks for that insight. Yeah. Listen, well, it's, 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 impossible. <laughs> it's impossible to answer that because I've never heard anything like it. And, you know, I roomed with Gary Caldwell. Uh, for a good bit When I was at Celtic <laughs> It was his idea yeah. and, uh, <laughs> I said it as a joke one night <laughs> He's fell for it And uh, You know Very intelligent guy Very confident guy I've no idea though Why he would do that okay, A bit, bit of sympathy though for, for Gary Caldwell Let's mm. There are two issues here It was never meant to get out Yeah, that, That's the other issue um, It was meant to be kept in house I'm not saying that That means everybody loves the idea Well One I don't know how that was never going to get out. Players leak everything nowadays, Gordon. Um, he's probably... This is the biggest game for them. They can't afford to get relegated again, Party Thistle. So as a manager... <laughs> managers uh, under pressure sometimes or look at big games, they'll try anything at all. Something different to see if something works. Probably he'll come out and say, I wanted to get the feeling from the players who they mm-hmm. feel... They could trust that's exactly it. on yeah, that that's big, exactly it. big well, day Well that's what Gary Caldwell says right. He just wanted to know who the players could trust mm. but, um, Who but, he wanted to be next to them in this huge game So what if Gary Caldwell has a name in his head mm. that stick on Hi, Listen that's a guy that can make the difference And he, he takes, well, it's just something he takes to take the majority account, out and he's not on the team well, It's just to take into account it, you don't have to live and die it, by it Do you know what I did on Mark? This is what Because it's anonymous no. The players aren't all going to come back and say hold on But, we does, all he, voted but for... does he then drop the player no. who, who is not on the list Because his team has then said We trust this guy and you're going I'm the manager I was going to pick him I'd have been right back at him mm. I'd have gave him a start and living and then changed the manager Anyway it got me thinking Because I want to know What the Partick Thistle fans Make of it But to the general Footballing public What's Have you ever heard of any Weird and wonderful techniques That managers have tried Anything that you've heard From your club Share them with us There must be some out there Mark What's the strangest Uh, You've experienced I was at Bristol City And uh, it wasn't a good time Derek McInnes had been sacked Sean O'Driscoll came in To take charge And he was Fairly An odd character um, at the best of times Very quiet Anyway one day We're in this relegation battle Well not even a battle We were cut adrift We knew we were getting relegated Worst team in the league by a mile Anyway We go into one day Into the canteen And there's a A full band there I don't mean a rock band I mean like a brass band And they're all lined up Loads of them With all these instruments And different parts And we're thinking What's going on here So We're thinking we're there to listen We listen to them play away And they play a tune We all give a round of applause Now it's your turn up you come In groups of In groups of three So I think I was on I don't know The drum or something So me and two Two other the teammates You were on You played the big drum Yeah so there's Well I Well One of the drums Who knows But there was two other teammates Playing similar drums Then you go over And there's guys on the The brass section And we had to come up With a song Or replicate what, And it was what ludicrous What was the song? 
oh, I have no idea. We were just hitting things, you know, and we were. Th- <laughs> we are going down. We are going go down. down. We are going down. Were you any good? Ah, awful. By that time, I'd lost interest. I wasn't in the team, Gordon, so I was thinking. <laughs> so you didn't put your heart and soul no, into the song? No, if I was in the team, I mean. Do you think he'd be in the Partick team with people going. I'm playing against Mark Wilson Who's singing We are going to So ultimately though <laughs> did, did it work then? Did it get you all together oh, no, And you listen, stayed up? I think we got relegated sooner <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> That was awful uh, A bad day in my life And it wasted my afternoon So there you go That was my weird uh, experience Right okay Let's hear from some of you out there uh, Andy is in St Rocks Or Andy's from St Rocks Andy what do you, what do you make of this? Hi Gordon How you doing? All right. hey, it's funny I party I saw in my work Yesterday was laughing about it and he asked me my, my thoughts because I manage a football team and I had to, he was sort of laughing at Gary Caldwell for the, the idea of it and I, and I had to say him I've actually done that myself before and I know Mark was saying he can't understand the logic behind it but yeah, a couple of situations I've been in when I ran an amateur team it was all my mates that played but I'd done a different thing I asked them to pick the team but not name themselves because every manager knows generally you've got 11 guys who's your cup final team plus two or three others who might think they're going to start and it's your mates you're picking it's difficult, so I got them to pick the team without them naming themselves. And generally afterwards, when they come up to you and say, how did you pick me? I'd say, what team did you pick? And it should generally match mine. But obviously at a different level at seniors, that's not Gary Caldwell's motivation. At the juniors, I've maybe done sub-similar. And I've asked the boys when we come up to a big game to think about the team that they would play. He never asked them to, to share it with their other teammates. But what I would maybe suggest that Gary Caldwell's motivation is on Saturday when he goes into the dressing room, he'll ask the guys to think about why they picked certain guys in certain positions and they'll ask them if they picked them because of their qualities they'll ask them about uh, whether their qualities are going to get them that important point they need on Saturday for example I've not got a lot of knowledge about Partick Thistle's team but for example if they're saying to the guys did you pick a, a full back because he does over lamb runs he'll be saying to them make sure we uh, get maximum exposure to the guys talents today so I think it's, I think it's maybe hmm. uh, it's, it's quite clever if it works for them Well Andy Here's, here's a question it. for you uh, I can understand yeah. And everybody's got I used to When I was in management Every Friday I brought my staff in And I gave them the pen And told them to go and mark up their team for, So you got you the staff to do it I got the staff so to do it So is this that, that different? Yes it is oh, okay Because It's different with players What I'd like to ask Andy is When you got all the, the, the teams from different players Did it ever sway you To pick that team in that formation? No, but, never no, never. because never I was a always... It would be Gary Caldwell He's doing it for psychological reasons that he'll, he'll know himself. And what he'll be doing to the players is, he'll be saying to the players on Saturday, when you picked that team, did you pick 10 other players and you look at them and do you feel they've got the quality to get the point that's necessary on Saturday? It's just for motivation he's done. It's mm. a technique he's used. For, there's no chance whatsoever Gary Caldwell's going to be swayed by anybody else but himself. Yeah, listen, I think Steve, I think Andy puts up a good point there because it seems to me this is something that because of the way we are here, you just automatically sneer at it. You just think, oh, that's ridiculous. Why are you doing that? Is there really anything to lose from doing it? That's the other question because you, Mark Wilson, I'll just pick on you. Mm-hmm. All you tried to do was find a potential problem in it rather than yeah. even if it even if it just gives Gary Caldwell that little insight that he didn't have before or one or one or two percent extra. Is there I, really I, anything I tell wrong you with the problem it? in it. Uh, been in dressing rooms fairly recently uh, and known ways players react I think a few of them would have had a wee laugh and a joke or possibly one or two who isn't play, aren't playing would have been serious by saying oh can't I believe it's the most important game of the season and we're picking a team oh 
And that's brave even, And even that's though a problem They're not picking the team though are they They're just saying who they would have Just a thing that they may think You think players won't take it The way it should be taken then Yeah I, I think players would pick a problem in it see the, Try to see the negative in it Or does the gaffer mm-hmm. not know what he's doing You know a question that shouldn't be asked well, And I'm not uh, Listen I'm not pointing the finger at any Thistle player I'm just saying generally That's the way dressing rooms are And the way it goes round I'm asking for weird and wonderful managerial techniques Chris Anderson says John Hughes refused to do a team talk For Wraith Rovers in a relegation battle It's quite an interesting one oh, That's uh, right Did he not, did he not let the kit man or something do that? That's right I remember that That wasn't that long ago That was only a couple of years ago The kit man or something Who'd been there for years He allowed him to do it Because it meant he was saying the club yeah. meant so much to him. They get relegated and then they sack the kit man. <laughs> <laughs> get your coat. Get your coat. Uh, Barry McFadden says, "Not my team, but I remember Harry Redknapp bringing a fan on for half an hour to replace Lee Chapman for West Ham because the fan was giving him pelters and thought he could do better. I think that's right. That was a, a friendly. Do you, do you know the, the, the weirdest one? It's a, maybe a little bit different. Can you remember the lad at Hull Brown? Oh, yeah. That was the most Oh yes In Man City And he oh. sat them all In a circle on oh, the field And went round them all And pointing em- at them Yeah that was Did they not go on A horrendous losing <laughs> yeah. After that yeah. uh, Let's get the, the Insight from A Partick Thistle perspective Ian is a Partick Thistle fan What do you make of it Ian? Uh, it just reeks of desperation To me the, um, As he must know Or he, he would like to think He knew who, who his best team was Now to come out And ask the players To do that And to try To keep it quiet as well it just—it was always going to get out, as you say. Uh, I think he, he doesn't know who to pick. It should know by now because the players he's brought in haven't done it, apart from Scott McDonald probably. And he's going to look at that—the the names he gets in for the rest of the players—and I think that will influence who they pick. And if they pick the team and it doesn't work, he'll turn around and say, "Well, you guys picked the team." I think it's just desperation, but it's, it's laughable, really. That's what it all comes down to If you think this is a vote A democratic process Where Gary Caldwell goes Well Scott McDonald got 14 votes To play up front So he plays That that would surprise me And, that, mm-hmm. and he says that's not what it's about He just wants to know How the, fl- the players feel In terms of who they can they can trust Ian is that, is that not more likely? Has he actually come out and said that? Well there were quotes I think it was in the Daily Record He's not spoken much about it But I think there were, there were quotes In the Daily Record Saying it was a, a sort of Trust exercise but again, I, I think the problem, Ian, is uh, like I said before, if Gary Caldwell has it in his head, a player he's playing, and yep, he's he's in my starting. I I trust him, but eleven of his slips come back, and that guy's not in it, and he's he's then thinking, well, the players don't trust him. Do I do I not know something, or have I not seen have I seen something different? So then, would he play that guy anyway? Or Mark, what happens I, I, then? I would be astonished if he doesn't know his team, right? And it's one of those exercises, Gordon. Psychological as the last caller says Yeah, see if it works Everybody will be thinking Great move See if it doesn't work and they lose I think he's going to come in for a Mm. I think he's just left himself wide open Do you want to know exactly what That logic, what it reminds you of Do you remember Scotland recently When they went over to to play in Kazakhstan And they took all the best medical advice Mm -hmm. Sports science advice To keep them on UK time And it was the right thing to do It was the right thing to do But we got hammered and then everyone says, ha, look at that, ridiculous, yeah. keeping them in. So hindsight's brilliant, isn't it? Uh, Heron is on Twitter. He says, Real Madrid and Barcelona players often make up the regime and take training from a Tuesday onward. Caldwell is giving some ownership. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do, but if he pulls it off... Yeah, Barcelona, Real Madrid, yeah. 
Party thistle, yeah, good. No, <laughs> I think that I think that'll work. It's all relative, isn't it? <laughs> because Barcelona and Real Madrid are not up against Queen of the South. Yeah, but so. get, yeah, but they've got talented players that know how to play the game. Party, yeah, but they're not up against Queen of the South. And, so it's and, relative. But you've got to understand that they've got to be put into a shape to make sure they get a result. You well, can listen, go, I don't you think they're just... all just going to turn up and play. Anyway, let's, I've not got much time, so let's right. look at the teaser. The 20th anniversary of the so-called shame game between Celtic and Rangers. 11 players either scored, got booked, or got sent off. Great answers coming in on Twitter. You've only got Neil McCann for scoring and Alan yeah. Stubbs for I've being get, booked. I've got one here. Well, we need more than one, but on you but, go. But quickly, think, quickly would be great. The lad Wallace. Rod Wallace. Danny or Rod or Lee. What do you Danny? think he did? I, uh, Rod Wallace scored Did he not? Sent off He got sent off He got sent off Yes yep. Amaruso must have got booked No Yes um, Henry, It was Larson playing Brabac No I can't believe you've not got the two Celtic ones That get sent off Oh What'd you call the left back lad? Stefan Mahi Stefan Mahi Stefan Mahi Yes Any more? Right, right we'll get McCann Mahi Wallace Stubbs We'll get the rest of the answers I think next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are still here. They've not done a runner out of the studio after the announcement earlier on. They are both, as they say, bricking it though. Mm-hmm. Absolutely bricking it because you get to choose which one of them gets chucked out of a plane in eight days time next Friday it's Cash for Kids Superhero Day and if you want to chuck Mark Wilson out of a plane I mean listen to that for an offer if you want to chuck Mark Wilson out of the plane text the word Mark to 70808 if you want to chuck Gordon DL an equally enticing offer out the plane text Gordon to 70808 listen I know we're having a bit of a laugh about it there is a serious side to it and that's what makes it win-win because the £5 goes to an unbelievable cause it's children right here right on your doorstep that, that really need this need the support that Cash for Kids gives them so it's win-win a fiver to the charity and one of these two dafties gets chucked out the plane it's perfect stuff so get your texts in please how are you getting on with this teaser it's the 20th anniversary of the so-called shame game between Celtic and Rangers 11 players either scored, got booked or got sent off Can you name them? Neil McCann scored uh, You've got Mahe and Wallace who were sent off And you've got Alan Stubbs who was booked George Albert scored He did, well done Yeah Tony Vidma You think he scored? Booked Booked Yes, he was booked for Rangers Right. Now, I'm thinking the Celtic ones you've still Paul got one, Lambert No, you've still got one more on the red card Stephen Mahe You've said him already <laughs> Did he get sent off twice? His no. brother He got done in the tunnel Mahi and Rod Wallace got sent off Who was the other Celtic player? Oh no Vicor He got booked So I'll oh. give you that Oh yes good Who else Who was right back? Let's take a call Because he's been waiting for a long long time My apologies Davey and Rob Royston Hi Davey Hi panel How's it tonight Hi, guys? Davey. What's Davey. your point tonight? The point of the night is, guys, you obviously have been flown about in the car the night and uh, heard the news that both uh, Celtic and Rangers have been fined £7,500. Stop me if I'm incorrect no, at any right. time. Uh, for uncontrolling their players in the old thumb game. I'd say upsets, probably know the, the word I'm looking for, but I'd be a bit concerned regarding the fine that was gave to Celtic. 
because I can't quite understand where that came from. During the game, as you will know yourselves, you've probably watched it, as a lot of people around the world watched, and the events that unfolded, the, the first red card of Fredo Morelos for the elbow that uh, he hit a Celtic player's face. Seven minutes before that, the same guy also had a kick out at the same fella that he cracked in the face with the elbow, which again has not been quite publicised. But if you watch it back on the relevant sources, it will show you I'm having a big up when the ball is the opposite end of the park. Then, again, when Celtic scored a winner, which is a dramatic winner, and they celebrate quite humbly, in my opinion. James Forrest reels away. His hands are at his waist. And they celebrate in front of their own fans. Then, somebody strikes a punch, which, in a Glasgow City centre, is assault. And could be a jail sentence. Then, after the game, when the ball was in the area a certain player that's now been cleared of any wrongdoing has gets surrounded by boys in blue and a fracas kicks off which you could say that the main person of that was Andy Halliday. Now I'm struggling to understand guys where this £7,500 signs come from right, because... I'll do my best to explain it, Davey. And by the way, I, I, I didn't make the decision. I, I not, don't necessarily agree with it. But in terms of the way they figure these things out, a couple of things to, to mention. I mean, Ryan Kent was retrospectively punished for the incident with Scott Brown. All of these other things, yes, they, they made for a dramatic game, but they have absolutely nothing to do with what this charge is. Nothing at all. They're irrelevant. So at the end of the game, they don't really... It's not really about apportioning blame, Davey So you think, you know, Andy Halliday started it Whether you're right or wrong Is not really the way they figure it out It's called a, a mass confrontation And basically, if there are Three or more players involved From each team, in any way And I, I say that involved, I'm not saying who started it Or who didn't If there are three or more players from each team Or any of the one teams involved there Taking part It's considered a mass confrontation And the clubs get charged for it It's not that unusual Aberdeen and Hearts for instance um, Got a similar Mm -hmm. fine not so long ago But you know what it's like Davey In this city people care a bit more When it's Rangers and Celtic Yeah I understand that But the thing I don't understand Well we're talking about mass confrontation To me it's the SFA rules And and, and again a disciplinary process What happens if there's a mass confrontation Everybody shaking hands well, it's not a confrontation how would, then, how would, is it? How would that work? That's three against three again. Yeah, but it's not a confrontation so, then. That would be a mass shaking of hands. Very different. But, but it's a confrontation. It's people going face to face. Whether it's an aggressive nature or whether it's a pleasant nature is irrelevant. Well, it's, it's not, it's not though, is it? It's not, it's, not, it's not even close to being irrelevant, David. I know that common, I know people will say, oh, oh Scottish FA and common sense, let's, let me crack the jokes. But, but let's be honest, David, come on. Like, no one's getting fined for shaking hands with each other. Yeah, I can understand that, but what I can't understand is what the fine has been implicated to Celtic. That's I just can't understand that. Yeah, listen, I'm, I'm not saying anyone has listen, to agree. At, Mark, at, the the, the, at the end of the game, there's no denying that there was players and staff from both sides on the park, and there was a coming together. Like you say, it was confrontational, wasn't it? A, a shaking of hands. So I, I, I really can't see how there can be any complaints. Like you say, it's not. This rule isn't made for Celtic and Rangers. It's throughout the league. Aberdeen Hearts got a similar punishment as well. Um, and I wasn't pretty scenes. 
at the end. You know, you've seen players with ripped shirts, you've seen players on the ground. That's a wee bit more than just a coming together. So, I, you know, I can't see why there'd be any complaints. And you said at the start, going seven and a half grand, it's not going to kill either club. Um, but they have to be punished for not controlling the players. Gordon, either way, it's pretty simple. If every, if every player just decided to to not get involved in these things, uh, we wouldn't have the issue. And again, we, we, we could go around in circles on this show for five hours easily mm-hmm. just deciding who was to blame, blame. That, that's not what the yeah. charge is for yeah it was scenes that you don't want to see at the end of the game it was basically what we call in the game handbags Gordon and they've decided to be punished for it and I think you've just got to accept it and move on right quickly then thank you Davy and Rob Royston you've got quite a bit of work to do yeah. on the teaser um, the 20th anniversary of the so called shame game between Celtic and Rangers 11 players either scored got booked or got sent off So you've got the goal scorers covered Neil McCann got two George Alberts got one mm. You've got two of three sending offs You've got Mahi and Wallace And you've got about half of the bookings You've got Alan Stubbs, Morton Vickers, Tony Vidmar um, Was Derek McInnes in there? No nope. nope. Did Colin Henry play nope. that game? No No he's not one that you need anyway Okay I said, um, did I say Anoni? Arico Anoni? He got booked well done. Yes. Well I've done, done I scrubbed him off. I thought I said him as well. I can't believe you've not got the other sending off, honestly. I thought this yeah. would just roll off the tongue. Amahi was the sort of more high profile one, but someone else got sent off from Celtic. It wasn't a goalkeeper. Goalie got booked, if that helps. Well, who was the goalie? Oh, the, it was um, Marshall. No, Care. Care. Stuart Care, it was. Stuart Stuart Kerr. Kerr. Well remembered. Ah, yep. Stuart Care. You get booked. Uh, reset. Vida re- reset. Yes, you got Vida reset. reset. Yeah. I was worried about you there. Yeah. Which means you've, you've only got one booking so to jerseys. go. One booking. one booking to go. A Rangers booking. He's an attacker. Striker. I know who played the strike up, up front. That I told you. Told you. You don't listen to me. Who? Keeping the music. Hurry up. No, no, quickly. Do it now. Amato. Oh, he's done it. He's absolutely nailed it. <laughs> Did you get Amato? You Gabriel, know nothing And you got a matto He started off very slow Suspiciously slow To then come up with all the answers But oh, we come up with two Well done in the end Thank you Mark Wilson And Gordon Deal. Please don't forget I'm going to hammer this Till the cows come home Because it's a worthwhile cause It's not just for my Own entertainment It really is a worthwhile cause Do you want to chuck Mark Wilson out a plane Well text the word Mark To 70808 Do you want to chuck Gordon out the plane Text Gordon To 70808 It's next Friday So get in quickly And like I say The serious side of it £5 Goes to cash for kids Kids in your area Who need it the most It should be good fun When it comes around We're back tomorrow uh, From 6 o'clock With Hugh Evans And Derek Johnson Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Great results for Scottish accident and injury victims for 40 years.